Hey guys, welcome to the Radical Company Podcast. It is Podcast Thursday today. It's actually, we normally do these on Friday, but it's a Thursday and super excited about today's episode. I've got Megan Hines here today. Yes, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Glad for you to be here, Megan. We're going to get into Megan's story. Do a few icebreakers like we've been doing on past episodes and uh, talking a little bit. So we were actually doing an event. Uh, we're going to get into Greenville Fashion Week, everything that is Megan's story. Uh, but we were doing an event yesterday. It's so funny. Um, and Facebook and Instagram go down. <laughs> During a model mingle. That was uh, used to promote on social media. Yeah, we just we learned the power, uh, how much true power uh, these channels have in events <laughs> and everything else. Uh, crazy, right? Did, did, your, did your mind go like, your head will explode? Like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, how, no, how uh, does that happen? But it did. Uh, we did see some of the models. I think they were losing it a little bit. Like, yeah, they know. couldn't post that photo like immediately, so they yeah. had to save it for later when it was back up. I know. So Facebook, Instagram, we do rely on you. Uh, we were you doing these live, but we don't anymore. But uh, so crazy. Um, I actually do a story with Nigel Robinson following today's podcast about that very thing, <laughs> very outage, and uh, how that we actually have to talk to each other when we can't digitally. Uh, right. <laughs> I can't text you or DM you on Instagram. Try a case study to be done uh, on that of uh, how we are as, as humans and uh, what we're forced to do. What would happen if social media just went away? <laughs> I think people would be totally lost completely, not knowing what to do or their average daily life would not now, function. You think about how much is done through Facebook from event management, like signing up to the lives that we talked mm -hmm. about. If you had a Facebook Live yesterday afternoon. It didn't happen. Outing, uh, not, it didn't happen. Uh, and even Ads Manager, I think some of the estimates are like $100 million an That hour. is so crazy. I know they lost a ton of money, even in just that five-hour window. Like, no it, boost for like five hours <laughs> of your post. It's like, I can't do it. <laughs> and, uh, so anyway, cool. Well, I'm super excited to have you on, Megan. Um, I know we've We've got a pretty diverse listeners and viewers on our YouTube channel, um, and we're right in the thick of Greenville Fashion Week. We are. You know, your baby. Um, but as we get started, I'd love for you to tell you know, everyone just a, you know, the, the Cliff's Notes version of your background and, you know, where you grew up and what got you into fashion. And, you know, I know you've got a modeling background and all those things, but turn it over to you just to kind of give that little background. Okay, well, believe it or not, I'm actually from Dover, Delaware originally. So I'm from a military family and was born on an Air Force base up there. Um, my dad and my mom are both from the upstate originally. So we moved back um, when I was three. So I claim Greenville and the upstate as my hometown. Um, I grew up actually in Easley, South Carolina. Um, I know your father-in-law actually taught me how to drive a car. I think we've <laughs> talked about that before. Yes. Um, so I am an Easley girl, um, very small town. And I actually went to College of Charleston and then came back and I now live with my husband in downtown Greenville. So I've seen Greenville grow over the years and it's just flourishing and changing and just booming. Um, I competed in pageantry, um, was um, in the Miss America organization, was the princess director for Miss America, um, went on to win Miss South Carolina, United States, and competed and placed in the top 10 at Miss United States um, in DC. Um, given my age here, it was seven years ago. Um, grew up. 
dancing, gymnastics, so I think a culmination of everything in my background and being at College of Charleston when Fashion Week first started and just seeing that blossom and grow as a staple event, um, I wanted to bring that back here to my hometown in Greenville and just, again, like I said, it's a culmination of everything between dance, events, pageantry, um, fundraising, nonprofits, so everything that you go through in life I think puts you to where you're supposed to be um, and I think that's right now is making Greenville Fashion Week a staple event right here in Greenville. So, Delaware, you know, yes. I can name like, you were going to name one state in the union like, <laughs> that I know the least about, it would be Delaware. Not oh, many people know very there. much about Delaware. It's, there's, it's very, very small. There's not a lot there. How um, old but, were you when you moved? So, I was three. So, okay. I don't, right. I don't remember much, but it is, that's my, where I was born. So, in Kent Memorial Hospital in Dover. So, it's part of my story. Um, and again, Easily High School? Easily High yeah. School. So, uh, the Green Wave. My father-in-law was a basketball coach there and driver's ed and mm -hmm. maybe bowling. I think, uh, yeah, I think we had some something in gym. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like lots of uh, courses and things. So you come up through easily. College of Charleston, mm -hmm. pageant girl, you know. Not pageant, okay. is, you consider yourself a pageant girl? And you want pageants? Yes and no. I mean, I grew up in them, and I'm very, very thankful. I think pageants sometimes get a bad rap for um, the toddlers and tiaras of the world and the honey boo boos. It takes it's, a lot of work to, to be. It does. To, to be great in me. Well, and it does. So the Miss America organization um, is a scholarship program. So there's public speaking, a private interview, um, being quick on your feet. Again, it gives you, I was a dancer, so it gave me a platform to showcase my talent. Um, and it's just the working out. It's a lot of work that I think people don't realize oftentimes. Um, but I'm very thankful, and that is part of my background. Um, but like I said, there's good and bad with everything. So I think we even saw that on The Bachelor, the two pageant girls rivaling each other. So the drama. Yes. yes. I, 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 we watch, we are a big Bachelor. My wife, Nicole, loves The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I, it's a guilty pleasure, I admit it. <laughs> but Caitlin and Hannah B, who is now the, the, Bachelorette. the new Bachelorette, uh, there was that friction. And I could, I could never quite figure out because they would never really say it. But you could feel the tension. Like, like, we were, <laughs> you're competing. And like, you know, neither one of them would say exactly why they didn't like each other, but it was just like, that competition, mm -hmm. I guess. Well, that's what pageantry, some of my best friends are girls that I met because you are so similar um, competing and there's also some girls that just can never get past that competition and just, even though we're not competing in pageants anymore, they just continue to want to compete in life when instead of just collaborating and supporting each other. All right, I want, I want one interesting fact about pageants and that maybe, and I know you talked about how much more, you know, people don't appreciate the work, but what's one like, behind the scenes insider pageant fact that maybe people don't know. This is actually very, very comical, but ABC actually filmed 2020 um, backstage at Miss South Carolina a couple years ago. So we had the worst opening number of shoes ever. So there is actually tape that you tape around your toes to keep your toes in place in your shoes. And then there is, um, actually it's called butt glue, it's called firm grip and it keeps those swimsuits in place. So people don't know that that is actually a thing for swimsuits backstage. And you make friends really fast backstage too because you're just helping each other. But yeah, it's firm grip, butt glue for swimsuits. Butt glue, so it keeps, let's stop from doing the shapes here. Yep. If you're watching the video, you'll understand. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast on audio, you won't know. But so it keeps the swimsuit from moving. Yep, from riding up and it keeps okay, everything just in place. You don't want any cracks showing or mm -hmm. whatever showing. So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a pageant essential, and every girl has to have it. And what so. about the tape? 
The foot tape. So you like tape your toes so it keeps your toes like in place so they don't slide like in your shoes because you're standing on stage for hours and hours. Fascinating. So it's, I, you would not, I, the things you is, would never think of that ever. So <laughs> <laughs> and then, what's the funniest thing that's ever happened like um, behind the scenes at a pageant? Anything like crazy spills or like, I don't know. Well, I, like I said, I was the princess director um, for Miss South Carolina for three years and then for Miss America for one year. So we had 189 kids for a week um, backstage in tight quarters. So we actually had one that threw her stuffed animal on the rafters and then one that also just had to go to the bathroom really bad on stage. And so it was, that really did happen. Did she um, go to the bathroom? Yep. Like she mm -hmm. went on stage? Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, so that was, so she, yes. It was not streamed live on TV, thank okay. goodness. Um, but that was probably one of the biggest, like, uh-oh, um, I guess, funny. Oh, my God. So, but in, they're enjoyable. Like I said, it taught me a lot, and I wouldn't be who I am without my background in the pageant world. So there's good and bad in everything. So, um, so Miss South Carolina? United States, yes. United States. What's the, delineate, what's the distinction there? So there is, I guess, there's many systems, but three majors. So Miss America is the one that I actually grew up in, the scholarship organization, I actually was a finalist in Teen and Miss for that one. Um, and then there is Miss USA, which Donald Trump used to own. And then Kayla and Hannah B competed at Miss USA together. Um, and then there's United States, which is the culmination of USA and America together um, to, to kind of tie it all together as well. So it's confusing to the average person, but. Uh, you know, it's actually, Think about any other sport or anything else you have all these divisions so it's you know if you're close enough to it i'm sure it's like you know one thing or the mm -hmm. next but um i'm sure that follows you too i mean when you win something like i mean you're no well and it opens doors like for networking opportunities and things like that so it's been it was an awesome experience it's something that i'll always like treasure the memories looking back and again putting that on your resume it's just it's yeah. it was an honor and then i actually um, grew up competing, like I said, but I actually have a pageant business um, online as well, and we make crown boxes. So there was a need for, you travel with your crown, so we have boxes that we make, they can be customized, have mirrors on the inside, um, and then we ship them all over the country. You talk so. about industries that, I joke sometimes, you know, we radical being a marketing agency, and we work with some random stuff, or this, like, stuff that you wouldn't think, like, as a product or something like there's a need like, for it there's, there's a need, need for, for it. it you know like yeah, yeah. so i mean designing crown boxes maybe all that customize them mm -hmm. we do they're custom etched nameplates you can put um different color mirrored acrylics on them different color beads so it's actually you get to have a say so in the box that you carry Where which is kind of cool someone go to find those? so we our website is crowned with an ed prestique.com okay. like, we're on instagram facebook um nice. and then we do custom apparel um all kinds of stuff so let's talk about fashion. Mm -hmm. What was the inspiration ultimately, and I talked about it a little bit in your background, but like you're coming up through beauty and fashion and pageants and things like that. I'm sure you were close to it, you know, like it's part of that culture. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that's some of it, but where did the, where did the passion come from with fashion, which you know, ultimately culminated with Rainbow Fashion Week? So growing up, I've always loved fashion. I'm actually I'm a bargain shopper too. I love to find a bargain and make the most fashionable outfit and it not cost a fortune. Um, so from the time I was a teenager, you know, I was always into, I was voted best dressed in high school, just loved um, fashion as a whole. So when I was at College of Charleston as well, um, Charleston Fashion Week um, was coming into inception. And so I actually saw it from when it first started 
just seeing it flourish over the years. Um, and Greenville, again, like I said, has just boomed over the years. So I wanted to bring that back to Greenville to give Greenville kind of a staple hub. Um, there's so many national retailers right here in Greenville that people often forget. Um, and just giving dancers, emerging designers, local retailers a platform to bring them together um, to truly make an impact in the fashion community here in Greenville. What are some of the designers that you like, follow, or like? I love, well, I love Chanel and my heart broke when Carl passed away. Um, but that's one of my, I love Tori Birch. Um, it's just really cool. Millie from New York, it's cool to see how their take, everybody has their own spin on fashion, so it's really cool to see how their vision comes to life. And that's with our emerging designers, it's really cool. You know, someone may have a white gown and someone may have a red, and it's just whatever their mind and their creative onset designs, it's just really cool to see that come to life in fashion. I look at the footage from that, you know, I was out of town and wasn't at the event last year. We'll be there this year, obviously. Yes. Uh, how does one, you know, we do event planning and management, like some other events, Greenville Hustle, different things. So I know the pain and the challenge of that, but like, I look at, you know, the footage and like, how does one, I know you grew, you come up through it, you have passion mm -hmm. for it, but how does one undertake the spectacle of what this is like how did you know like how to get from A to Z to pull this off it's it's very time-consuming and it is a huge task but I think when you're passionate about something and you love doing it you can take on anything um, but like I said it is it takes a year to plan it um, but I actually studied there were about 10 different fashion weeks throughout the country that I actually studied and I took bits and pieces of what worked and what didn't work what I thought um, you know, Greenville is its own niche and its own market, knowing what would do well here in Greenville. Um, and last year was laying that foundation and figuring out, okay, we can do this, let's not do it this year, how we can do it better. Um, but again, in pageantry and event planning, um, my background is actually marketing too. I did marketing and business development um, and actually helped build a company here in Greenville and Charlotte. So starting from ground zero, I'm used to doing that. Yeah. So it's just, like I said, um, I modeled at Millie Lewis. I still teach there. So I was a dancer, so I knew the entertainment production aspect of things so having my background in all of that and then just putting it on a piece of paper and then just laying out month by month what we're going to do and make sure everything I'm OCD and I'm very organized so that definitely helps. Let's talk about some of the details for this year's event you know I'm, you always is it, is there's always this pressure right you've got to meet what you did last yes. year and then take <laughs> it up the next you know like i'm sure there's that pressure. yes like. and that's why everyone said it was so great and i'm like how are we going to top and this was our first year and people are like it was incredible we have to top that this year so there is pressure but it is going to be a better show than it was last year so i'm very excited to see everything all the planning on the runway let's talk about dates events what you know we're here on the 14th mm -hmm. of march um let's What's going on between now and Fashion Week? So we'll start by, the next thing that we have is actually our top model um, interviews on March 30th and our model training day on March 31st. Um, I think you and I were talking about it earlier. There was yeah. over 300 models that auditioned and then we have 30 semi-finalists competing um, for top model and they'll actually do their private interviews, their portfolios. Um, they'll be judged on walking during training day and then we'll cut to the final 12 that'll actually get to compete on the runway. Um, so that's really, really cool. On the 31st, we'll train the models. Um, we actually, we have the longest runway in the Southeast, which I'm very proud of. Um, we will actually, yes, <laughs> so the longest, longest runway in the Southeast. Um, but we'll actually take that off 96 feet so the girls can get used to walk, seeing how long they're going to walk, because um, it is 
very intimidating the first time in rehearsals when you step on there and see how far you have to walk um, with lights and the audience. Um, and then the next thing that we have coming up, so our charity partner is actually Auction for a Cause. Um, I love dogs and I think our dog show last year was, I don't know if you saw video footage from it, but it stole the show. We actually had a pug get loose on the runway. <laughs> he wasn't done, he wanted to walk himself back down the runway. Um, but we partnered with the Greenville Drive, so it's yeah. Bark in the Park, um, and we're searching for Greenville's top dog. So you can pay $30, all that goes back to auction for a cause, and then we'll actually be judged, and then 12 dogs will get to walk on the runway, and then we'll announce a top dog as well. Um, and that's coming up April the 8th. Okay. And then the next event, I have to keep a checklist in my head to keep up with all this. <laughs> I do have one of those. Um, April 1st to the 15th. So um, one fun thing that we did last year was our top cocktail. You know, Greenville is such a foodie town. So getting the restaurants involved. Um, so they each have to put their spin on the little black dress. So from April 1st to the 15th, they'll be available at the restaurants. And then you can go online to our website to vote for your fan favorite. And then on the 15th, we'll actually have um, a little black dress cocktail party. And then we'll announce the signature cocktail for Fashion Week. So lots of events leading up to the main event, which is the week of Fashion Week. Which is? April 24th through the 27th. April 24th through 27th. Everyone mm -hmm. mark your calendars. Tickets are on sale yes, now. Yes, they are. And we're over halfway sold out. So if you have not purchased them, then... How does one go buy tickets? So if you go to greenvillefashionweek.com, there is a tab for tickets. Um, they are on Eventbrite, and just when you're purchasing tickets, make sure that you look for that green logo. And is the um, website spelled out greenvillefashionweek.com? Mm -hmm. so yes, we have Greenville Fashion Week, GVL Fashion Week. They all go to the same um, site, if you will. And then this year, one addition that we actually added too, um, the Wednesday, April the 24th, is our Scouted Greenville Night, sponsored by um, Scout Guide. So it's actually local retailers being showcased in the best of Greenville. Um, Megan and Jamarcus are MCs for that night. And then all of our models, there were no size or height requirements. So it was an inclusive night for everybody to be able to participate and walk the runway. Um, the fashion industry is ever changing and we are being more lenient. Um, designer sample sizes, unfortunately, still are that 5'8", size 0 to 2. Um, but like I'm a, not it's yeah um, there's so many people that it's but I love that we're giving more people the opportunity I'm five three and I will never be a Victoria's Secret model unfortunately but that's okay um, but giving people the opportunity to participate and be a part of Greenville Fashion Week on that Wednesday night so I'm excited for that this year since it's a new edition I love then, everything you're doing with it I mean I'm super impressed with what you pulled off in year one and super excited to be part of year two Radical team and everything you're doing. We're excited. The uh, little sidebar, you know, it's interesting to me with Instagram. You know, everyone's kind of an Insta model, right? Oh yes. I just want our influencer, influencer, <laughs> Insta model. Yeah. And you know, people, you know, you have over 300 applicants for mm -hmm. this, and you narrow it down. Are, is there money? Is this a career opportunity for all these Insta models? Like, where, you know, like, where's the opportunity really? Because I think so much of, there's so much fake out there with mm -hmm. some of the Insta stuff and, like, you know, knowing what's real, what's not real. I'm just curious your perspective on, like, how is this a. You know, if you're not like that one percent model, right? That's going to go on into elite New York. Is it still? I know. I see the benefits. You get in shape. You learn to speak. Like I see all of the ancillary benefits, but I do just wonder, like, from a business standpoint, like, 
where is this going for a lot of these models, you know, and these people? So one thing, uh, another addition that we're um, adding, so um, Grayson Granger won our top model and then she actually went on to sign with Directions um, Agency and then she's been on the cover of several magazines and modeling opportunities that have stemmed um, from this, from the exposure, but we actually bring in agencies to scout. Um, so even if you're not a top model, you may get signed, it's just whatever they're looking for when they yeah. meet you, if they like your look, um, if you're presentable, professional when they speak to you. Um, so there is opportunities for them to get signed, but again, the ball is kind of in their court to bring their A game um, when those scouts are there in the audience. So um, definitely it gives them an opportunity, again, they get photos to build their portfolios. Um, like I said, the agencies, the experience, the training. So there is, I guess, a benefit to it, and again, it's just whether or not you are some not an Instagram model, but a true model. If they were going to sign you or not. Yeah. What? It, you know, everybody's unique, and but what distinguishes one model? Like I, like last night. They're the all event, beautiful. There's a lot of pretty <laughs> girls there. There's a lot of good looking guys. There. Uh -huh. Like, what is that true? Just is it hard to put a? It seems like it's hard to put a finger on. Like. And is it truly then their at their personality? I mean, I'm sure it is, but I mean, unless you're just got this, you know, getting the Drop, one percent right. look, you know. But what does distinguish one from the next? So it so that's one thing I love our top model competition. It's a culmination of many things. Like I said, it's the interview because they're our brand ambassador, and most models sometimes are pretty and they can't speak. So it's very important to me that they actually can represent me in public. Um, and then the portfolio. So. One model may have a great look this way, and that's the only look that she can do. So to make sure that they're diversified, um, they can wear a ponytail, they can wear a wig, and their facial expressions. So that's kind of what separates too when you're looking yeah. at that to see their talent when they're working with photographers, um, and of course their walk because some people are drop dead gorgeous and they cannot walk in a pair of heels. <laughs> so it's you have to have the full total package. So be able to work on camera, I mean walk in a pair of heels, to work the runway, to have that personality, um, and again just to have the look that we're looking for. So, And that's I think with agencies too when they're signing girls to make sure that they have that, they're diverse in what they actually can do. What's the future hold for Great Wolf Fashion Week and May and like what's what What's your crystal ball say for the next three to five years? Like, where is this all going? Well, I just got married three <laughs> three months ago. Um, so definitely, thank you. Enjoying time um, with my husband. So, and again, we'll have a family, not in the near, near future, but sooner than later. Um, and just, I love event planning. So it's something that I want to take Greenville Fashion Week, whether it be corporate event planning, private event planning, um, taking that and just seeing Greenville Fashion Week truly grow and flourish. Um, we have Artist Fear and Euphoria and they are staple events, Nest Fist here in Greenville. Um, so I think Greenville Fashion Week is, we made it smart last year and it's well on its way to becoming a staple event. Um, and just seeing people come from all over to Greenville to attend Greenville Fashion Week. So that's when we have people from Kentucky, Florida that actually come in for this. It's a really cool feeling that people recognize and they know what Greenville Fashion week is um, so I'm excited for that and just seeing um, like I said where the event planning and stuff will take me and then spending time with my husband and then future kids not yet we have a dog and cat and they're sufficient for now you got time yeah. what do you think of all this growth in Greenville I mean you know it's just you know we're talking about Greenville Fashion Week like if you'd have told me I'm born and raised here I've lived in New York and other places but if you'd have told me 15 years ago there'd be a Greenville Fashion Week it makes sense. It makes total sense, and it's even booming in so many other areas. I mean, it's just crazy. It's crazy to me. It's like I'm from Easley, so I have 
we would come downtown in high school and you didn't go past the Greenville News. Like that was the forbidden area. <laughs> you did not go down there. Um, and now the West End is where everything is happening. I think the Drive Stadium definitely helped with the economic impact that they may have made there and just the growth. Um, I think it's really cool. I think I was reading an article today about the convention center that we're possibly going to be getting here downtown. So it's cool. I just hope that we don't grow too soon, too fast, and that we don't lose our small town um, vibe because the people here, I think, are what make our city so special. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, it's both, it is kind of like that blessing, mm -hmm. and, but you're like, you know, like, <laughs> we have so many hotels now it's so good and that's actually for fashion week every eric church is in town actually the weekend of fashion week as well every single hotel is sold out um downtown so downtown is going to be crazy the last so week in april yes you uh, should <laughs> they were like six hundred dollars a night the hotel so it's crazy but yeah, um, I'm, we're walking distance. So we're like right there on McDaniel. Like, like we will walk. That's like we live a mile. So he's like, maybe we should. And I'm like, no. Um, but I think it's really cool to see like Greenville continue to grow. And like I said, there's so many like opportunities. We're a melting pot too now, which is kind of yeah. cool. Um, so many restaurants, so many extracurricular top golf we now have, um, which is really exciting. I can't wait for that to open. Yeah, I'm excited um, for that too. So it's oh yes. Christmas parties, maybe a Greenville Fashion Week event, who knows. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks I for having me. The partnership with Radical. And we're very excited. And, you know, I mean, we just, I love what you're doing. And, you know, you got a lot to be proud of. Thank you. Cool. Well, really excited to have Megan Hines on today's podcast. Check it out on all the channels. If you're looking to follow any of the stuff, I'm going to ask Megan to name it again. Where can we find Greenville Fashion Week online? Where can we find all your social channels? So we are GreenvilleFashionWeek.com. On Instagram, we are GVL Fashion Week. And then on Facebook, we are Greenville Fashion Week. And then again, just making sure that you're looking for that green logo every single time. So it's GFW in the spotlight. GFW. Awesome. Really enjoyed today's podcast. Check it out on all the channels. Anchor. Apple iTunes, follow Radical underscore results on Instagram and Radical.company online. We'll see you soon. Thanks. That was easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>